Good evening, everybody, and welcome back once again to Building a Podcast. I'm your host, Maticus Bricks. Joining me tonight is Obi-Wan Kenobrix. Now, I unfortunately was not able to make it to the last two weeks due to um, just some unforeseen for circumstances that arose, but I'm really happy to be back, happy to be discussing Lego with uh, at least one half of uh, <laughs> my fellow podcast hosts. Ethan also regrettably could not join us tonight, but he will be rejoining us next week. So we yes. have a really good show lined up for you tonight. Do you want to tell them a little bit about what's on the docket for us tonight? Mr. Absolutely. Yes. So we, of course, have your regular news that we'll be sharing as per usual, the news per usual. And then we have our element of the week, which is, again, a spooky element because we are in the Halloween season. However, it is kind of an unexpectedly spooky element. So I'll leave that to your imagination until we get to that point. And then we are bringing you our top 10 Lego sets of all time, each of our individual picks. So Maticus will be sharing his number 10. I will then share my number 10, and then we'll go up numerically until we reach number one. And we actually uh, were somehow able to manage not sharing these with each other prior to this moment so in fact neither of us know anything about the others it was, yeah. it was quite a uh, i actually had to put a sticky note on my computer as i was loading the <laughs> slides in so i wouldn't see them but hey we got it done all right so yep, whatever works right yeah exactly uh, but anyway we do, we do have some great content for you today especially in the news section so with that let's go ahead and get started Manicus, are you aware of any particular sales going on right now uh, I think it's a lot of just the same stuff that's been going on. Um, you know, I'm not entirely sure if anything new has popped up. How about you? Well, yeah, the, the only thing I would say is that this is the time of year I would start looking for things to go on clearance on your retail stores, your big box stores. Um, you still can get the advent calendar sets for a significant discount if you shop at like Costco or Sam's Club, I believe. Yes. Um, so those are some good opportunities. I know Walmart has that really good price on the Galaxy Explorer, which, I mean, you got to take advantage of that, right? So $75, and that is still running, yeah. which is great. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. one of the best sets I've bought all year. It's beautiful, um, yeah. I actually, you know, now that you mentioned it, I do remember that I, Amazon is running a promotion right now. There's like select Lego sets. You spend $50 and get a $10 gift card. Ooh. Target might be doing that right now. That, mm -hmm. That's something that Target does often. Yeah, I don't know um, specifically what sets they have, but I do remember seeing the succulents and they're on sale already. Mm -hmm. So, you know get yourself two succulents and you got a nice $10 <laughs> gift card back at you. Exactly. Yeah. yeah I, I did know that that target was doing that. That's right. I, cause I saw that yeah. in the store, you know, I, I also wanted to mention just if anybody's out there in the wild and they happen to see the 25% off a single toy sign out there, you know, I posted this on my, on my TikTok channel as well, but it doesn't hurt to also repeat it here. Um, that promotion does not apply to Lego. It explicitly says excludes Lego, but I have seen at multiple different Target stores where they have actually put this sign on a shelf that only has Lego on it. So beware on that a little They're bit. They're intentionally, you know, it's just <laughs> it's yeah. misleading. It, absolutely. Yeah, it definitely felt like that to me. I don't, you know, I don't know what, what's going on there. I feel like right now we're on the cusp of some serious Lego sale season, though. Yes. You know, it's just kind of the way things go with retail. You know, maybe right now it's a slow week, but I feel like, you know, in the coming weeks, we're going to have some pretty good sales coming up with Black Friday, mm -hmm. Cyber Monday. Hopefully there will be some really nice stuff to look forward to. Yes, absolutely. Yep. So we're kind of gearing up for that. Right now is not, you know, the 
highest quantity of sales, but they're coming because Lego knows that you'll be looking for sets for Christmas, whether for you or for someone else. <laughs> Absolutely. Mostly for me. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah give yourself <laughs> the gift of Lego this Christmas. Yeah. I don't have a child. I have a me. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's perfectly fine, right? <laughs> my inner child. That's who I'm Exactly. I always buy gifts for my inner child. Right? Too many, too many. I'm trying to throw too many fits, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they, they throw fits, I think, when you uh, don't buy, when we don't buy ourselves the gifts we want. I think that's when we start throwing <laughs> our fits. Right. Or when the set goes away before you can get it. Ah! Oh, my God. Speaking of, <laughs> we yeah. do have a situation like that to mention. Oh, yeah. Well, let's look at our newly revealed sets first, because we do yes. have a little sneak peek going on here today. Uh, would you like to share a little bit about that? Because there were some interesting things there. I would love to. So if you haven't seen it already, yesterday LEGO announced basically the results of the newest LEGO Ideas review period. I believe that was for the uh, first review period of 2022. So they've announced some results. And this is actually, this is history. This is the first time that LEGO has ever approved four projects from a single review period. In the past, you know, we'd be lucky to get like one set. Mm -hmm. Actually, I recall, I don't know if you do, but there was one review period where they were approved nothing. Yeah. That, was, that was really sad. <laughs> but I think that now they've kind of seen the potential for Lego ideas. And it really, it's a shame that Ethan isn't here to discuss this. because This is really his wheelhouse. Oh, it's his favorite theme. Yeah, uh, I know. We're just kind of taking taking his history from him to talk about. <laughs> Stealing the thunder there. <laughs> the historic episode where building a I podcast know. discussed the first four sets approved in one ideas review period. This is one for the history books. Yeah, so those so, are those are some pretty neat looking sets. Very unique, right. especially the insects one there. That yeah, is really interesting. Let's start with that by going through the first four sets. This is the Lego Insects by Hachiroku Twenty Four. Um, this is really cool. I love the design of the butterfly. I, th I actually have been like trying to figure out how to build a Lego butterfly for a while. And, mm. you know, I like the way that he did this with the colors all like kind of, you know, stacked with the bricks built kind of sideways. Um, yeah. nice, nice little snot technique. And then if you look closely, you can see that he uses the angles of the sloped pieces so that they're not, you know, built totally like studs all going in one direction. It's kind of mm -hmm. like at an angle to get that shape of the butterfly wings. The other bugs look really nice too. What do you think about them, Thomas? Yeah, my favorite is that beetle with those curved pieces that create that sort of uh, oh, beak yeah. to it. It's just so... It's clean and simple and definitely makes me think of like the mummy, but <laughs> <laughs> it's like the scarab. <laughs> oh, I know. That one's much less scary. I want to pick that guy up and just like play with him. He's you know? a little cuddly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that sand green is good too. I hope the they keep it in that great. color. I know, you know, yeah. maybe even some printing for like, they got some really pretty uh, um, oh, yeah. wings on the beetles. Speaking mm -hmm. of printing, if you look closely at that ladybug, it almost looks like he just used a Sharpie marker to uh, <laughs> color the dots onto that curved dome. I don't know if that's actually what happened or if it was edited, but it just kind of uh, gave me yeah. that impression. I couldn't see closely enough on that. And yeah. and also, to be fair, those of you who are looking at the images of these idea sets, we do want to reiterate again that the preliminary images are the right. fan models. These are what the fans submitted and got approved. So the final model will not look exactly like that, but it's it'll be based off of it. Yeah. So a little bit about how LEGO Ideas works is that uh, once a project receives 10,000 supporters, it goes into a review period. And I think they do 
I think it's four review periods per year. There's quarters. I think um, you're right. Every set that qualified goes into basically this like review round where Lego designers look at it and see, you know, is this feasible? Can we make this into a Lego set? And now that mm-hmm. this has been approved, we're probably looking at, I don't know, what do you say? Like at least a year, year and a half. Oh, um, yeah. Before yeah we it'll be, be some time out. Yeah, I'm anxiously, anxiously awaiting the Hocus Pocus set that has been in I know. for a while. I was That's, just thinking about that one, the Sanderson Sisters Cottage. They have to have that out in time for next Halloween. Like, that's got to be, like, a next summer release, because otherwise, what's the point? Like, Yes, you um, kind of got to ride that wave when it's popular, yeah, you know? Yeah, so this one ends up being redesigned by a Lego designer, and that's what becomes the official set. Yes. Now, I mean, um, usually they're they're very you know, reminiscent of the original design, but I, I've seen yeah. somewhere they made some substantial changes though. And, and a lot of that goes into the way that of course, designers have to go off of what pieces are actually available out of their catalog, out of what yes. Lego says they can use at this time. They don't have the luxury of using anything that, you know, pieces that have been retired from inventory or pieces that are not common enough to be justifiable for the set. So that's very true considerations with them usually. They also have some rigid rules about, you know, what constitutes an illegal building technique. They are oh, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> not able to use anything that somebody would not be able to, like, recreate themselves mm-hmm. at home. And it, it has to feel like a Lego set, you know? Yes, yes. And that's a really great point, too. The right. the ability for, you know, mass people to be able to actually build it based off of instructions. Sometimes you see right. mocks that use really just out there techniques and and even if it's not technically illegal by lego standards it might be outside the realm of feasibility for the average builder right. to just you know to just do so right. that's a consideration like, my curved wall t- technique that i've been working on you know or the very common <laughs> curved wall technique where you use a one by two brick and a one by one cylinder and you just stack those and then you curve it that there's no way that they mm-hmm. can instruct you to you know curve your your like well yeah i mean they can't tell you like make sure it's at a 12 degree angle oh yes uh they're gonna start including a protractor with every uh well that'd be helpful wouldn't it it would be so helpful the lego protractor (laughs) i'd buy it hitting hitting shelves uh just in time for christmas (laughs) (laughs) oh man uh, just make it way more complicated won't you (laughs) yeah right so this is the orient express a legendary train by Let Dots Go. Uh, let's go. This is cool. The Orient Express is a really iconic train. It's a luxury train. I don't know that much about it, except that there was apparently a murder on on this train at some point. The Orient ah, Express. Yes. Murder yeah. on the Orient Express. Right. So I don't know. What do you think about this? I'm not a train guy. I like trains. I just don't. I like you know. trains. <laughs> um. Yeah, it looks cool. I mean, there's really not much to see out of the fan model, really. So I don't have yeah. an enormous amount of opinion to share on it. It's but a yeah, I mean, I'm sure it'll look great. <laughs> that last one that they had that was the really cool train part, it was the the crocodile. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Thing. Yeah, but I don't know oh. what it was. I like was, and that's the same thing. I get that same vibe from this one. Uh, yeah, I don't know what I'm looking at. You know, it's fine. I'm sure it'll be amazing, and I w- would love to actually like see it in person. Right. I think that would probably help me to visualize right, better. Right. But I mean, you think about the detail that they put into the Ultimate Hogwarts Express set. Oh, that thing is amazing. It's, it's phenomenal. I mean, so I have no doubt that the detail on this engine is going to be way up there, too. It'll be a lot of fun to see. 
Have you seen it in person, the Hogwarts Express? No, I haven't had a chance to see it in person yet. Dude, well, I mean, mad. other than like seeing the box in person. <laughs> it's massive. You ever see those like crazy six foot long subs that they make for like birthday parties sometimes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like okay. that, but mm. uh, nom, the Hogwarts nom. Express. Yeah, you should. Yeah, it makes you hungry. <laughs> I absolutely love delicious. it. If I wanted to get that set, I'm telling you, I'd have to clear this top shelf. It would take up the whole thing. Wow, man. Yeah. What a I, massive display piece. So, yeah. Cool. So for me, if I'm going to get a high-end train, I'm getting the Hogwarts Express. Yeah. No, that, that, More that, than this. That tracks. Yeah. Oh, I said that tracks. Huh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you know, I wonder how... I didn't look up the length of the Hogwarts Express in comparison with the Titanic. I mean, the Titanic is pretty mammoth already. It's Titanic, yeah. you might say. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'm going to cut you off on that. Let's go. I know, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so this is Tales of the Space Age by John Carter. I really like this one. I love this. Uh, it's yeah, so cute. This, this like, image. It's like these retro sci-fi influenced like posters, like where, you know, I, I like that this proves that you don't have to have a lot of pieces to make something really beautiful and like, aesthetically pleasing mm-hmm. like this... just look at how he gets those gradients those uh like those ombre sunset I, I i love it it's so cool it definitely has a very like 1960s space ambition mm-hmm. type of vibe to it as well uh, it's, it, yeah. that, that's really really something i can't wait to see how that gets uh, reimagined in a lego set for reals mm-hmm. oh absolutely the one thing that i really hope they keep is the way that they he they did the eclipse technique if you look closely it's like that dish that has the studs in the middle and there's two of them the one on the bottom is gray and then the one on the top is black so you actually like stack it so that you make the, it's literally making an eclipse yeah. and it's so simple but so brilliant and that's that's just something i really love yeah, I feel like that's that's really out of the box kind of thinking with mm-hmm. use of the parts. You know, it's it really I mean, is. it's definitely not your typical build technique. Oh yeah, very cool. And then lastly, I gotta ah, get this yes. one. Yeah, uh, the Polaroid. This this is the one that's got me sold like from day one. <laughs> I don't even have a real Polaroid, but I guess I need to get one now. But yeah, uh, this is so cool. I am such a fan of the weird. Like, I built this out of Lego, and it didn't have to be built out of Lego, but it did it anyway. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, the, the NES, Boy. the Atari, my, yeah, my Game Boy, yeah. um, the Atari, it goes right along with that. So I, I yeah. think it, it's nostalgic, it's colorful, it's striking, it's instantly recognizable. It, it You look at it and you're like, oh my God, this is Lego. I love it. Exactly. Yeah. And, and they've done a couple of different cameras in the past. They had that, it was like a... You could redeem VIP points for this camera a while back, and it was gone yes. way before I could actually get it. So yes. you know, I'm excited that this might be a, this one a, a thing. Cool. I can't wait to see the packaging, honestly. Yeah, I know, right? Um, I'm, I'm really kind of hoping it's kind of like a Polaroid you know, camera box. Like box. <laughs> uh, you know, seeing what they did with the Adidas sneaker, I feel like they're very likely to do something oh, like that. Oh, man, I know. Well, And, and uh, who was it that actually built something like this already? Wasn't it um, Alec? the um master builder alec master builder alec yeah didn't he build something like this oh yeah yeah, absolutely (laughs) master builder alec um Ah, yes yeah we all aspire i don't know actually maybe he did i'll have to go back and look now yeah (laughs) yeah i'd be interested to see because um you know like the way that they did the typewriter it includes like the actual like yes yes pretty cool if this came with an actual like polaroid or polaroid replica that had some kind of like photo of something lego related you know 
I don't know. Yeah, I could see that being really cool. I could also see them including like a camera strap. That would be really neat. I don't know if they would actually go to that point, but but that would be like piece de la resistance. It's a guitar strap. That's true. Yeah. So that's true. I would say that's a safe bet. It might might even just use the same piece depending on the scale. (laughs) Yep, that's true. Yeah. So those are our uh, those are our upcoming ideas sets that have been yes. uh, you know made it through this round of approval, which is extremely exciting. So, Very. Um, but yeah, let's let's soldier on to the next group here. Okay, so reiterating, guys, there are sets that will be going away. I think we have talked Very about good. this a couple of times before. But go to Lego's website, lego.com, and then look at the the list on there. And that is always going to be up to date, reflecting what is going away. So, you know, take a look there. Make sure that you're up to date on what's not going to be here. Because once it's gone, the price is going to go up astronomically. Getting Uh, down to the wire for our last chance to buy a couple sets. In fact, it may actually have already passed your last chance to buy two sets. The Imperial Star Destroyer, UCS, and the Disney Castle. Yeah, Um, so you'll have to check your local Lego store um, to see what their inventory is but these are on uh, they're officially on back order on lego.com which means that there is at least a a possibility that even if you place an order for these it won't be fulfilled because um, they're going away they may not be there and so check your local lego store call them or your local lego discovery center they have an entirely different inventory because they're not technically the lego group so um, yeah that's that's gonna be gonna be your uh only hope obi-wan so <laughs> but hey with that let's yes. get on to our exciting element of the week so tonight actually makes the grand finale of our spooky pieces uh, all oh, month no. you know because i love halloween and i'm gonna miss this little segment i've been trying to pick pieces <laughs> that align with halloween and so a lot of the elements that i picked in the past were uh we have the pumpkin and then see why am i suddenly blanking on the other one the ghost the uh, the ghost track. yes yes those are very ghost. specific pieces this week's element is not quite as specific. It is the tooth. And we're actually going to talk about two varieties of this, but this is the one that was introduced first in 2004. It is a one-by-one plate that has a little tooth attached to it. <laughs> but it doesn't have to be a tooth if you use your imagination, and that's kind of why I selected this for the element of the week. It comes in 26 colors, too many to list, you know. Oh, super, yeah, yeah. Super, super common part that you can find all over the place. It's actually appeared in 600 sets. Astronomical, six hundred yeah, tons sets. of gear and books, yeah, and, and books all and kinds of places. It's crazy. It really is, but it's a very versatile element that doesn't necessarily have to be used as a tooth. I have seen it used as ears for you know various critters. You could use it for like claws. You could use it as like a architectural detailing. You know, I've seen it use it a lot of ways. Look at this. What do we have? Is this Here's, a throwback? This this is a uh, a ship from the Knight's Kingdom 2. And first off, what is novel about this is the fact that they used dragon wings uh, for the sails. But then secondly... Yeah, right? I never would have thought of that. That is really interesting use of pieces. But then secondly, they did use that tooth there in the front, um, in the front of the... What what is that? The the stern? Or whatever? No, the... uh, Whatever the, Honestly, the little the like stick that sticks ramp. out of the front, yeah, the stick it's that, that yeah. sticks out. The bow, the, the I don't trough, know my shit trough, terminology today. The, the bow, the bow. Yeah, uh, I mean I Google it, but then I'd just be embarrassing myself. Yeah. Oh, and then they use these little. They actually used um, bionicle pieces here to connect these too. Isn't that yeah. weird? So you can completely position them anywhere. It but really yeah. did. Yeah, that's probably my favorite use because it's like the only one that I have that uses that. Other than like uh, using it in a porticolis, I really like that that use yes. there. Yes, mm-hmm. very good. So, 
yeah. It, I just it was a little hard to pin down a piece because a uh, specific usage because it's used all over the place. But I felt like it has a lot of spooky applications. You know, you can really make some creepy monsters with this one. But I also wanted to include the other variety of this element, which is the vertical version where uh, you picture what you're looking at, except it bends over. So it kind of is the same element, but it has like an overhang. So it's sort of like Dracula, you know, this thanks. Uh, <laughs> God, that's that's going on the highlight reel. I think you're kicking me out of the pot after that. Uh, <laughs> it is often used as like an icicle type of piece. This is from the Harry Potter, uh, like the Yule Ball set, where you can see like these icicles on the side of- Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I like the potential for maybe using this to create curtains. You know, if you put this in like different colors and you say alternate it over a window, then it's like a little Mm -hmm. curtain hanging down. I think it's just like a nice usage. Or, you know, if you're using like an architectural, like you want to have like some kind of texture in your building. I believe Mm -hmm. it comes in tan and you could maybe use that for like sculpting like a landscape, you know, if you have like some tan rocks or something. Right. Yeah, a lot of potential. I've seen that used as uh, snow hanging off the end of an awning to the end of a roof. Yeah. That's That's what they do a lot with like the Yule Ball set. It's like the icicles kind of hanging down. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just teeth. It has some real bite to it. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Yeah. I dig it. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of, yeah. Do you have any other thoughts on this element? You know, I mean, just the fact that it's it's only been around since 2004. Okay. I get that like some of our viewers are not even born yet probably at 2004 but um i mean like in the grand scheme of things that's a very short window of time for an element to have been around and it's been Mm -hmm. in 600 sets like it quickly went from not a piece to like prolific that says something yeah (laughs) yeah Um, i think that's it's pretty cool i can see how versatile that type of piece is too outside of just being a mm. you know a tooth for a large scale thing. I mean, there's just so many different applications. So that's uh, it's pretty cool. Well, I can actually show you one of my early uh, nice part usages of this piece. Oh yeah, let's which, see it. <laughs> if I were to do this today, I have a different method, which uh, you know, with a different element, maybe <laughs> maybe another future element of the week. But uh, SpongeBob with his little uh, his crusty crab hat. Oh yeah, and, you know, because they didn't make a crusty crab hat for him, so I had like the bill of his hat. Because he has a stud on top of his square bob body, and you know, bob bob. yeah. So now he's working with the crusty crab, and he's got his little uniform. I dig yeah. it. Yeah, right. That works. <laughs> I love it. So there's that. Yeah, that'll do it for another element of the week. Ah, yes. Well, that's pretty cool stuff, though. Well, I think with that, that brings us into our main segment, which today we're very excited to announce that we're giving our top 10 Lego sets. That's right. Well, I will preface this by saying that these are just our, you know, the obviously are our opinions, but these are based off of really a wide range of time. And so, uh, you know, it's it's really hard to narrow things down to what your top of all time kinds of sets are. It really is. Yeah, I mean, and, and there's so many that I left off thinking like, oh, that must have been in my top 10, but it wasn't. You know, honestly, personally for me, I almost would have to narrow it to one specific theme to mm-hmm. really do a good job of, of getting a top 10 or even to narrow it down to a certain year range. Like it has to be between, right. you know, 2010 and 2015 or whatever. I could do that. This, I just, it's going to be a crapshoot. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. So w- welcome to building a podcast where we're giving you our top 10, um, but it's all nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. These are our top 10 Lego sets right now. <laughs> I mean, spoiler, I like like everything. So I, you know, I mean, I'm not going to apologize for that. <laughs> that's why, and that's expensive. 
It is. You know? It's expensive liking, liking everything. <laughs> liking Star Wars alone is expensive. Like liking Ooh. everything else and Star Wars is like, oh God, good luck. I know. Like second mortgage expensive. Jeez. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. You're gonna give any advice for yeah. that? Like <laughs> Nope. Um don't get addicted to nope. Lego. Don't <laughs> do it. <laughs> Just say no. Whoops. <laughs> your, your kids get to a certain age and you have to have a conversation with them, like, son, it's yeah. time we had a talk. One of these days, a nice uh, employee in a yellow apron is going to offer you some Lego. And I want you to look him in the eye and say, no. Uh, yeah. But I mean, actually, the, the funny thing with that is like versus, you know, high contrast, uh, actually building Lego is incredibly beneficial for your mental incredibly. health. Just want to put that out there, guys, because, yeah, building Lego is good for the brains. You should build it every day. As I, I try to. Yeah. I would love to. <laughs> Sometimes life gets in the way, unfortunately. But. It does, yeah. But yeah. If you just keep like a little pile of bricks at your desk, then you can at least have something to do, you know? <laughs> Thanks. Nice advice. I might try that. Yeah. I, I usually will uh, bring something up to my desk just to interchange out every once in a while. Um, I don't keep anything up there for too long because, you know, I do have windows in the office and I don't like any sunlight getting on bricks if possible. But yeah, they're not in direct sunlight. But uh, right now I have the uh, 2004 Luke's Land Speeder that came in the original Cantina set upstairs, just chilling on the desk. Very nice. You know. Yeah, you gotta have that. <laughs> oh, well, let's go ahead and get into it. So a little bit about the way we're gonna do this is, you know, this is blind. Thomas and I do not know each other's top tens. So we're just gonna go through our list from 10 to one. Now, in the event that we have chosen the same set, I don't necessarily think that that's going to happen with there being so many sets out there and us having our own unique tastes. But if say, now nine number 10 is the creator bookshop. If Thomas's number two was the creator bookshop, he could just say, listen, Matt, I have this higher on my list and I'll say, okay. <laughs> and then when we get to that on his slot, that's where we'll discuss the creator bookshop. Make yep. sense? Yep, yep. All right. Fair enough. So my number 10 is the creator bookshop. This is the only modular building on my play my playlist. Here I am already uh, over talk. <laughs> no, this is the only modular because, you know, I knew I had to get a modular on this list. I really owe it to the modular building series for getting me back into Lego, like, big time. Mm. Yeah. Because, like, the, I mean, look, they're, like, the, they're very adult-oriented Lego sets, you know? Like, you could play with right. them and everything, but I feel like the modulars, for a long time, the modulars was, like, the thing that lego had for adults would you agree oh yeah i mean there wasn't a whole lot else in that like expert level so the the modulars really set that stage for it and, mm -hmm. and the detail that they put into there now the first ones that they put out didn't have really a, a full interior but oh. in recent years i mean they've really made these something spectacular down to the last detail like this is they, yeah. they're cram packed and they're worth every penny honestly i feel like i learn 15 new building techniques every time i build a new modular yeah they really challenge you and push you they do they take time I, it's never like a, a one sitting build exactly um, yeah and i love that about it mm -hmm. what i love about this one is that it is it's actually the only the second modular which is not like one complete building it's actually two separate smaller buildings that you can disattach and you know move around your city layouts currently i don't have them next to each other just because they there's no place where they can fit together in my lineup but i like the way that they contrast from each other so you have the bookshop which is in that lovely medium nougat color uh my mm -hmm. one of my favorite lego colors if not my favorite right next to this uh dark turquoise which is a, re a revived color i think this is one of your favorites too Thomas. it is it's my favorite color Isn't ever that <laughs> funny that like our like favorite colors are like you know <laughs> in one like it's like french yes. friendship <laughs> yes <laughs> so 
so many great building techniques throughout this. I love the way they get all of the angles and I don't even know what you call it, like the siding all around the, the windows. The fall leaves in front of the bookshop is just, you know, nice and cozy and, you know, gives you that warm, fuzzy feeling. Well, when did this really one come big... out? Oh, what? I believe this was 2020. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, because so recent. Yeah. this year was the boutique hotel. I really like that one. I just haven't gotten it yet. Before that was the police station. I still don't have that one. And then this one came out in 2020. Fun fact, this was actually one of my like uh, COVID times lockdown builds where I had nothing. Oh, to yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I remember distinctly watching copious amounts of Adventure Time and building the set. Oh, yeah, uh, fantastic. Good yeah, use of time. <laughs> excellent. I can't think of anything better. But yeah, so many of my printed elements, there's the little Moby Brick book <laughs> where it, yes. yeah, there's a, like a Lego brick jumping out of the water like like Moby Dick. It's it's just a, it's a really nice set. And, you know, I love it. It's It looks great in my city. I'm looking at it right now. Do you have any thoughts on this set? No, I just I think that's fantastic. It's it's a very pleasing set to look at. And I like the fact that you have the two separate buildings that are butted up against each other. I, it just gives you a lot of room for versatility and, and customization, you know, as the way that you want it to fit in your city layout. I, I really yeah. enjoy the architectural details, the slopes that they have there, you know, the curvature at the top of the of that nougat building there. Oh, is that um, gorgeous? Yeah, it's it's really evocative of that like old town square type of building you know that you see in old traditional uh, downtowns that you know in a lot of places are just non-existent anymore nowadays i, I just want so, to walk in there and buy a book i know yeah, yeah i wonder if they have got some good stuff yeah i love books yeah <laughs> rare first editions and uh, copies yes. uh exactly. probably so good. Oh, i love reading <laughs> yeah, me too <laughs> me too it's a good pastime it is so let's uh, move on to your number 10 all right, my number 10 is the Titanic. Ah. And, uh, I know, I went a completely different direction. Go big or go home. Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's not among my favorite you know, themes necessarily in, in terms of, you know, it's, it's a historical ship. But what really strikes me with this is the attention to detail, not just the scale. Uh, the scale is massively impressive, but the attention to detail is what really gets me. The fact that you can separate the ship into, you know, multiple pieces and view a cross section, see all the floors in there, see the inner workings of like the boiler room and how you know, when you when you move it, uh, you know, the engines actually link into the, the Technic linkage to turn the props at the end of the ship, you know, that, that would normally have propelled it. It's, it's just mind boggling how how much attention they put into this set. Uh, the rigging that goes across the top there, the lifeboats, woefully insufficient, of course, for what happened in real life. <laughs> Jeez, um, this got yeah. dark. I know, I know. Yeah, too soon, right? Okay. Yeah. Am I it's, seeing that this includes three brick separators? It looks like it's why. Me. Yeah, because they know you're going to make a mistake along the way, or a few, oh, three, three at a time. Yeah. You could say you're going to make three Titanic mistakes. Oh, gosh, yeah. I don't know if I can handle that. I'll yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it's on It's on six supports because it's such a massive thing. I mean, they, you see all those wow. little uh, supports that they have underneath of there. I wish I had some other pictures of, like, the, the details on there. But, yeah, I mean, it's just... It's just an incredibly well done set for what it is. And it's it's, it's a, like fifty-three inches long or something like that. It's insane. 
<laughs> so what, what what thoughts do you have on that? Um, it's the most impressive, coolest set that I really have no desire to own. Um, <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm just being like, to yeah. me, when I see it, I'm just like, there's definitely somebody who this is for. And oh, I yeah, am the yeah. furthest thing from that person. <laughs> I never understood the hype behind the Titanic. It's a fascinating thing for some people. And, it, you know, tragedy, historic tragedy. But it's just like. You built the Titanic out of Lego. It's cool. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm no, too cynical I, about it. But. Not at all. No, I, you know, that's, I mean, that's why it's my number 10, because for me, it's like, I'm never, I'm not going to own that set. It's right. not on my list to buy, but from a standpoint of being able to look at it and appreciate what went into it, I, I can't not mention it because it's just, oh. it's such a phenomenal uh, really level of detail. It kind of makes me think of like, you know, those old plastic model ships that you would build mm -hmm. and use the little, you know, model glue and stuff. I don't know. It's 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 something unique, definitely. You're talking about like the gift you would get from your grandparents and then you would <laughs> yeah. put it in the corner and then go build yes. a set instead. Yes, exactly. Oh, man. Yep. <laughs> You'd find it like a year later and be like, oh, we can do this one day and then you know you go build another lego set <laughs> i will agree with you it is a very impressive feat and you know the fact that this even exists is amazing like remind me what is the price tag on this is it 800 uh it is 900? 679 dollars that's all yeah but it is nine thousand pieces <laughs> yeah like, yeah no because like I guess, you know, you have the Star Wars upcharge, but I would have thought this would be like at least in the seven eight hundred range based on how it compares yeah. to Millennium Falcon. Yeah, um, I know. It's almost a bargain at that price. Wow, look at that. You know, I know, <laughs> right? I just, I feel like as a kid, I would have only dreamed that sets like this existed. The, the biggest set I'd ever seen was the Imperial Star Destroyer, which, what do you think that cost at the time? 200, 300? I think it was 300. Yeah, that that, that was, uh, it was like less than 500, definitely. Yeah, I never imagined there'd be a set that big. So this is just like historic. And that's to my point there also. This set came out only in 2021. It hasn't right. been that long. And I mean, I, I never would have imagined that Lego could do stuff like this, yeah. just to be honest. I mean, because I only just got back in the hobby not too long before this set came out. I remember it coming out at that point and, and just being like, this is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I remember being like, who's buying this? Um, yeah. Yeah. And a uh, lot of people. A lot of people. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Well, let's move on to number nine. Sure. So Ooh. my number nine is a yeah. set that I had the massive pleasure of building earlier this year. This is, uh, it's not called the DeLorean for whatever reason. It's called the Back to the Future time machine. <laughs> yeah. Which they're not wrong. It's the time machine. It this, is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I almost should have grabbed it off the shelf for this one, but I loved it. I can't like when I saw it, I was like, yeah, this is cool. Like I want it. And, you know, it's a little out of my wheelhouse because I'm more into like the minifigure scale things, but it just, it blows the original one way out of the water in terms of the detail, the way it really replicates the shape of the DeLorean. I love all things 80s. I love pop culture. I love <laughs> these movies. And this is just like, I, I've always wanted to have a DeLorean, preferably yes. one that I can <laughs> drive, but this is the next best thing i would say i really like it i love their use of that color the matte silver that they have all over it oh yeah so the majority of the car is in light bluish gray but they have that like flat silver color uh yeah. to add like the detailing and that really like it makes it pop uh it really really nice it really um, does. It gives that that authenticity feel mm -hmm. for sure. I especially like the way that they pack so many details into it from the movies. Like, you know, oh, you no, have no. The, the hoverboard, uh, <laughs> you know, you have the, I don't even know what you call it, but the, like the dashboard that has like all of the times, like the different dates that, uh, yes. yeah. and then, uh, you know, of course the flux capacitor, 
it's great. And then the minifigures are also really nice. A big upgrade from the ones we got before. You know, they're super detailed. Oh, man. Yeah. They're based off of uh, Marty and Doc Brown as they appear in Back to the Future Part 2. It's a really fun movie also. And you could build the car based on how it looks in each of the three movies. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. It really gives you that ability to, again, tailor it the way that you oh, want to yeah. do it. You know, how cool is that? You can it's do it amazing. with the with the hovering version, with the Mr. Fusion on the top of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love a set like this because you can really get lost in the build. You know, it, it's, it takes time for sure. You know, mm-hmm. it's... Not going to take you years and years to build it, but the techniques are just out of this world. Like so much above, like it's really why they have the 18 plus line because the techniques are just a cut above what you would get at like the play scale. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I can see that with the angles in the back corners of the car, all kinds of stuff on there, I'm sure. It really makes me just feel like I'm, you know, building an interactive art piece. Oh, yeah, it, it is really something else. That's that's spectacular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, if you have no more to say, let's uh, move on to number eight. All right. Uh, well, my number nine. Oh, well, you know, I is going to be. <laughs> yeah, here I am counting. I know. It's 10, 10, 9, 9, 8, 8. <laughs> I'm just trying to skip your sets because I want to talk about mine. Oh, man. No, I, yours are great. I honestly, yeah. I know I'm, I'm thinking on mine. I'm like, these are these going to raise eyebrows probably. But, you know, no, so I'm, I'm, all, I'm all over the board. <laughs> I'm here for that. That sounds awesome. Let's discuss it. <laughs> Well, let's see. We've got from all the way back in 1992, Black Knight's oh Castle. Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. This was oh, my dude. favorite castle growing up. And Did you own it? I had a friend who owned it, wow. and so we definitely um, rebuilt it in all kinds of different ways and combined it with my castle. And so you know, then we would mix all the pieces and lose them. But yeah, I mean, it was <laughs> phenomenal. You know, and, and it had that that portcullis and the drawbridge, yeah. and you know, this whole like gatehouse. And I love the the red roofs on there the big flag pieces that are really hard to find now in one piece because the little clip always breaks uh, off of it yeah um, uh, and this thing had 12 mini figs uh, which is like mind-blowing for a play set nowadays um, you really don't get that kind of thing i mean they had the big raised base plate which yeah. you know a lot of people That's... didn't like that kind of thing but i loved it as a kid it gave you a oh. place to build your stuff you they're know? so cool i, I felt so sad when the raised base plates went away I know, yeah. I mm. like my last two. I think they stopped those around like 2004, maybe. I think so. Uh, or... I remember like Knights Kingdom Two had a base plate, mm-hmm. and then there were some city sets that had some base plates. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Knights Kingdom Two had a couple of sets with uh, with raised base plates. They had the bad guys fortress, and then the good guys fortress. That, yeah, uh, Knights Kingdom yeah. Two. What a. Mm. It was uh, kind of a stinker, <laughs> honestly. Oh, so I bad. <laughs> I, actually, the set that you showed before from Knights Kingdom Two, the the boat. Yeah, I yeah, think that yeah. that line, like that era, was the best. Like the final, when when yeah. Nice Kingdom 2 drew its final breath, like that's when it actually yes. made decent castle sets. It did, yeah. And yeah. this almost looks a lot, it reminds me a lot of the fantasy yeah. castle sets. It's a lot of the same type of feel with the black and the brown and, you know, more like we're not doing weird out there colors like purple armor and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) That was interesting choices there. I don't unexpectedly useful uh, application there with that purple armor. I know. Uh, So glad for that for my little spaceman. But uh, 
go too off topic. Though. Yeah, no, no, it's all good. But yeah, um, I mean, this this is iconic castle design to me, and and I just have such fond memories of sets like this. Steering us back to this castle, yeah. I'm actually parting this set together. I got you know some vintage lots that I've been restoring for a while, and oh nice. Um, I have most of the pieces to this castle. That's it was, awesome. It's one of my dream holy grail sets. Unfortunately, I'm pretty much missing all of the super rare expensive stuff, including the base. <sighs> So it's gonna, stuff. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of the minifigs, but it's going to be one of those like, oh, if I find a deal on like this one wall panel, I'll snatch it. And yes. know, maybe, maybe I'll build this before an 80. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm actually I'm looking at some of those um, printed wall and corner pieces right over on the other side of my of my table over here i have mm. a handful of those actually that that came from it might have been for my friend's set i don't know you know uh, <laughs> you stole it i have to ask yeah. which castle did you have that you mixed with this one? Oh, it was the dragon master one i can't remember what the name of that was now that i think about fortress? it yes yeah with the big um yeah, the big gate on big it and drag, everything. Yeah, dragon head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, movable dragon. Head. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have all those dragon master sets, so I I, I love those. I yeah, love yeah, theme. good stuff. It's one yeah. of my favorite themes by far. Yeah, that um, was my big one. But yeah, I mean this this thing had 588 pieces, 12 minifigs, and originally cost 85 dollars, which I mean that's kind of the high end for early 90s Lego. 1990. That was a mammoth yeah. for its time. Yeah, yeah, 92 on this one, but yeah, oh, um, 92. New in box now. This thing will run you 430 bucks. I have that laying around. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go get I mean, you, you one. I mean, look, if you think about it, you could either spend that money on uh, the new Lion Knight's castle, or you could get yeah. this one. And yeah. I mean, I think that they're like, that's like a comparable purchase, I would say, if you're a real I mean, big really, castle yeah. fan. You know, if you're willing to drop 400 on the new one, like you could get a classic really sealed yeah. for 400 i don't i think that might happen. i mean 430 average um, sealed i mean yeah i mean box i think the, this is worth about 1200 sealed is it sealed yeah well then we probably won't be able to get sealed then <laughs> i don't know i don't know we have to look into that but still if, it, if you yeah. find it for 400 sealed send it my way i'm I, that's an instant purchase yeah, you know, in my in my um, tree beard hasty uh, put together of this um, uh, slideshow, I uh, <laughs> yeah, I I definitely only consulted Brickset for the the pricing on some of these. So you know, uh, oh, 90th anniversary castle, such a it's great such build a experience. He said, lovely. yeah, that is uh, phenomenal details on that too. Honestly, yeah, thanks mm-hmm. for that call out. All right, let's move on to yes. Maticus's number. I don't eight. even remember what this one is. Oh, it's the Stranger Ooh, Things Upside Down. The upside Down. <laughs> All right. Other than the, uh, you know, the Demogorgon and Eleven Brickhead set, this is the only Stranger Things set that we've gotten. And it's a nice, big, collectible $200 Upside Down set. I think it is so cool that you have both versions of the house just kind of flopped right. on each other. Yeah, that's it's ingenious. Ingenious. And it's held together by this piece that I really haven't seen used much since then, but it has like the two, like the toe ball pieces that they connect into the, you know. Oh, yeah, ball, yeah. The ball and like the socket pieces mm-hmm. to connect. Yeah, that's smart. This set, I mean, I'm a huge Stranger Things fan. Like I said, I love all things 80s and 80s reminiscent oh, and yeah. <laughs> the nostalgia, the pop culture. The box design is gorgeous. That's why I, I was just going to call that out. Yeah. Yeah. Contrast of color on that too, the the red on the top and the blue yep. on the bottom. And they designed this so you can actually like completely flip it over and display it either way, you know, right side up or, or, or upside down. Can't name another set that is 
displayable in that way. No, I mean, no. not, not, you know, fully built. No, there are a lot it, of sets that provide the option of building it one way or another, but exactly. uh, I mean, this is, this is built both ways at once. Which is I, really know. Cool. I, I just think it's a really impressive, beautiful set. The minifigure selection is great. It has some light up features with a light brick. Oh, yes, Even right. Hopper's uh, van or his truck is really nicely designed. Well, I think one of my favorite parts about this set is the fact that they were able to create these trees mm-hmm. that that looked realistic, both upside down and downside up. You know, mm-hmm. um, where where I mean, they had to make it so that it was flat on the bottom, yeah. which becomes the top, but still looks like a normal tree when it's the other way around. I mean, that's that's really impressive building there. It is. They cram a lot of nice details in from the show, which is also really cool. My favorite printed element, actually, it's, um, I'm sorry, it's actually stickered, but it's a little like Will Byers missing like a poster and it has his picture and it says, like, have you seen Will Byers? And it says height, half an inch tall or like, (sighs) you know, however tall his minifigure is. (laughs) And I just remember like, laughing so hard when i saw that because i was like yeah like (laughs) not not like the you know the real person but zero chance that lego will do a vecna house set you know i don't know it's it's possible you know i would really like to see it but we'll have to see what else they have in store they still have the ip for stranger things so maybe something else could be coming in down the pipeline i think the thing with with the way that they do sets of this nature is that because they are a company that tries to be conscious of you know, kid friendliness, mm-hmm. um, they have to tread carefully on a lot of this stuff. And a lot of, I think what we get into in Stranger Things borders on, you know, too scary for children. Yeah. So that's probably a, a consideration for them. So I'm not sure. And it kind of makes me wonder if like this set came out before season four. So, you know, yeah. Well, well, you know. <laughs> I, I, it probably was even done before season three uh, came out and season three had some pretty heavy, uh, you know, scary stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe um, I, I'm really surprised that this set happened anyway, but I'm not surprised that it is an 18 plus set. And oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, that it's the only one. There's not a whole line of like sets that kids have access to. So, yeah, um, I mean, it would be great. cool, but yeah, I, oh, I love it for what it is. So- buy them all but yeah that's my number eight awesome well i'm continuing on number eight for mine still on the trend of of course utilizing the whole big range of lego throughout the years and this is another great throwback it's not quite as far of a throw as the previous one (laughs) Um, but here we're going to look at the tower of Orthang. this is such a amazing set go ahead it sure is and i have it higher on my list yeah all right (laughs) awesome see i knew we'd line up on something there (laughs) all right so we will discuss this one a little bit later but it is it's a really cool set yes yeah well let's look at that when we get to Mm -hmm. your step on the road there but i will say yeah it is i i love everything about it including the int oh yeah incredible. all right number seven oh number seven monorail this is my first throwback. I often yeah. cite this as one of my favorite sets in my collection. It is the Unitron monorail transport base, which I own complete in box. I just love the monorail sets. It's kind of like, I don't know, anybody who spent two minutes with me talking about Lego knows I love monorails. <laughs> um, but the way that, you know, it's just this like, really creative motorized uh system for you know you have this little thing going around i would have loved this as a kid i would have thought it was so cool yeah Um, it's got that classic space feel the box art is absolutely gorgeous take out the logos and i want that 
framed like on my wall because yeah. it's like resembles that like retro sci-fi art the color scheme is great the way that they design it so that it actually makes things move like as it passes through the little base the radar dish spins oh yeah yeah it's nostalgia at its finest i love this set it's beautiful yeah mm-hmm. what, a, what a great pick on that i always thought they should have done more uh, more yeah. rail sets honestly and, and used those parts more yeah uh as my understanding and i have nothing to cite this for other than just like spending time on lego internet forums and stuff my understanding is that they didn't sell well that at the time like a, a monorail set would have been like the uh like the ucs death star today i think if you adjust for inflation maybe sure. right? yeah Probably. yeah so that was a luxury item you know not too many Definitely. kids i would imagine would have been able to get that's these sets that's why they only did three monorails it's well, honestly the, even even the train sets were pretty yeah. expensive like the motorized trains were really expensive then mm-hmm. too and, and just because they included those electronic components really elevated the price quite a bit on most of those and with the with the monorail you've got very large single pieces that are molded that's it's costly it is it is and you know they kind of became like a cult classic in a way that yeah. you know if you're in the lego community like people who like are into monorails are into monorails and they have like you know yeah. Every convention you go to um, has a big monorail display somewhere. <laughs> I know. Um, big monorail city going through it, yeah. I, I like, drooled all over Brookfield, Virginia, like, because there were monorails <laughs> everywhere. Oh, I love it. That's a good pick. That's a good yes. pick. Thank you. All right. Well, my number seven is going to be from that same era, actually. Ooh, Taking it back to right. 1993. With our good friends, Space Planet, Ice Planet 2002. Oh my God, yes. The Deep Freeze Defender. What a great pick. <laughs> yes, also a set that I didn't own, but had a friend who owned. And, uh, you know, I lived vicariously through my friends whose uh, parents were able to shower them with a much more Lego gift than probably what they oh. needed. <laughs> um, oh, I mean, geez. Really slim minifig selection on this set. It only came with like three minifigs. And that's the um, entire lineup of Ice Planet. I know, yeah. Um, but really, really neat design. And I just always loved the colors in Ice Planet. I only had some of the smaller ones. But but yeah, I mean, pretty cool stuff. I mean, the the <laughs> prices that I looked up on this one, 45 new originally um, and like 950 new now. That's <laughs> uh, insane. Like, I'm yeah, lucky. Yeah, for 400 I, pieces. <laughs> I have mine built over my, you know, don't have the box. This I think I have the instructions, but. Mm. oh it's such a cool set if you ever have the chance to like yeah. build get one and build it and play with it it's it it's as cool as it looks that is so cool the trans neon yeah. orange is one of my favorite colors in the old school lines oh, too know. it's just so like space you know mm-hmm. ice planet had such a striking color scheme <laughs> they did yeah there's nothing like that you know yeah that's all i got on i mean i just oh. it, it was kind of like a ship that i really well, liked and uh you know, I mean, honestly, there wasn't a whole lot to that theme, really. There it's really just, wasn't. How many I sets were there? Like five? Five or six. I mean, there's a couple poly bags. I think I have yeah. all of them except for one of the poly bags. Um, we have not covered Spireus yet, Mikey. No, but, uh, no. I have a feeling that we are going to cover Spireus before the end of the night. <laughs> you know, 
I am gonna just I, I have to unfortunately say I didn't put Aspiria set on my top ten. I well, I may have wanted to put Robo Guardian uh, and it may have I been matched out by something else. For sure you would. Well then I guess we're not talking about Aspiria <laughs> yeah. today. I don't have yeah. any Aspiria either. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I mean it was like a really, really close second on that. And I almost put it in this same slot. But just something about the uh, Deep Freeze Defender uh, really stood out to me. Yeah, I see that, <laughs> Mikey. <laughs> All right, Mikey, I see how it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But anyway. All right. Well, let's look at Maticus's number six. I have oh, the yeah. Galaxy Explorer from this year. Yeah. Uh, I just love the set, you know? Um it's such a cool set. It really it, is. It's a faithful recreation of the original Galaxy Explorer. It has three astronauts, I believe. Three, four, three. And their little robot buddy who has coffee cups, you know, because you got to yeah. have coffee to, uh, you know, go on space <laughs> adventures. Oh, there's four, four astronauts. It has such a nice detailed interior. There are little beds so that they can have a little space slumber party. <laughs> there's room to fit so many minifigures in the cockpit. It's a really solid build. It doesn't look like it will be. And then that you spend so much time just making the internal structure of like right. that flat part. It's dreams. Like I want to hop into that thing and fly away. Like <laughs> it is really freaking cool. Well, what a great job they did creating that same feel and the same look and the same yeah. profile. But like instead of like the original set is a single plate thick for yeah. that for that entire uh, bottom part. And then here you have an entire structure for it to create that stability. Thick as a brick. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. It's a whole brick thick. Really um, great homage to the to the original set. Mm-hmm. Especially that box art. Like it really you feel like you're getting something like, you know, I that know. piece of Lego history. Yes. Yeah, that's it's a beautiful thing. That's on my list for Christmas for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. no, I hope yeah. that uh Santa Claus is listening. Yeah, I hope Santa Claus goes to Walmart to get that that seventy five dollar deal. <laughs> I've considered buying another one just for pieces. Like they're so cool. Oh, yeah, but, uh, I'm not as much of a classic space builder as you know, Fazum. Oh man, yeah, his his work is incredible too. His yeah. custom pieces that are that are based off of classic space and so such a reasonable uh, uh, retail price too. Yeah, as as this really is. commented, yes, very much so. Yeah, I can appreciate yeah. that. That's my number six. You know, that's all I got to awesome. say. Awesome. Go yeah. back Love it. <laughs> what do you uh, have at number six? My number six jumped back up to the year 2021 with the Daily Bugle. Well, spoiler alert, I have this higher on my list. I knew it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Well, we will share our commentary until we get to that portion of our yes. show. So I will just first off say that I love the way that it can be done in two ways, but I'm going to hold all the rest of my commentary until we get to that point. So moving on to the Maticus number five. I have the UCS Slave 1, which to me is just not only a great Star Wars set, it's the best Star Wars set in my opinion. It's actually the only Star Wars set that made it onto my list, and it is just... Like, that is if I could just grab, like, one Star Wars set out of my collection to keep, it's this one. I know, it faithfully recreates a really iconic Star Wars ship. 
I love mm-hmm. that it comes with a stand built in, so you can. That really was necessary. See, yeah, you can see it in all its glory. It has a really nice interior where you can, you know, fit Boba Fett inside. Had his controls. It has all the little like guns and stuff that fire off. I. It's like amazingly smooshable, like as delicate as it is. Like you can hold <laughs> yeah. it with both hands, and you've seen me in my videos. I'm always playing with it because I love it. Oh yeah. I. It's it's just one of those sets that really gets it. It's a home run. It is absolutely, and and they're absolute most faithful recreation of this ship ever mm-hmm. uh, just the level of detail again it's it's top tier for sure it really is <laughs> and even and not a lot of minifigures um but what's included is pretty great uh i think it's the best version of boba fett that we've ever gotten the most detail it's got a really nice yeah. face print well unless you want to say cloud city boba fett but uh, yeah, but I mean, then you're going into like, do you prefer something I, that is, you know, nostalgic versus? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. What do well, you my, have at number five? Yeah, my number five is, see, I'm going kind of hopscotch back and forth, back and forth here, but we're going to jump to my oldest set on the list. Um, it won't get any older than this. And this is one that I had. Um, I sadly cannot say that I have it now. And if I ever wanted to have it again, um, I'd have to shell out a, a tremendous chunk of change. But this is the one and only Black Seas Barracuda. This oh, is a prolific pirate set. It's, Did you play uh, with a set with your pet dinosaur? <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> uh, I yes. had to get that in there. <sighs> yeah. Older than grass, too. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this set came out in 1989, and I don't know how many years it stayed out, but... Uh, Not um, enough. You know, it was it was uh, something else. You know, uh, this this one even came with the one of the brown monkeys, and I still have the monkey. He's over he's over with the rest of my pirates. But I mean, look at those beautiful red and white striped sails, the cloth sails. You get like five of them in this. It's nine hundred and nine pieces, eight minifigures, and originally cost one hundred and ten dollars. So a pretty pricey set for nineteen eighty nine. Mm-hmm. Um, today you're looking at like almost three thousand dollars new. I mean, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> they reissued this set, didn't they? Yeah. And then, I, of course, they had the um, Pirates of Barracuda Bay, too, which oh, is a they, really they good. The full-on remake, which kind yeah. of scratches yeah. at it. But yeah. yeah. So this was available during both of our childhoods. You had it. I know. I, just I know. Didn't ask my parents for it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I don't know what happened to mine. So right. I, I think well, I have one of those brown... Um, the the ladder things that goes up there oh yeah 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 you know? like the rigging yeah and then the uh the the really big pirate uh flag the mm-hmm. skull and crossbones that's oh and i have the the mast too but it's, it's yeah. so cool it really is Honestly, yeah i think that this really was probably one of the most important sets that lego has ever made uh, yeah absolutely and and it's just it's so iconic it, it says mm-hmm. lego i mean like this this feels like lego i don't know what else, how else to put it you know it is. and the the combination of the brown of the main part of the ship and then also adding in that yellow detail along the whole top part of it it just really pops and it brings it out yeah. as something that's not just you know the, the a wooden thing you know and then mm-hmm. they have the the extra rowboat that goes alongside of it um, the whole like cabins quarters in there it's just, it was a mind-blowing set at the time and still so holds nice. up today it, it really holds up today yeah uh, i wish i had one all i have is my uh barracuda bay and i considered putting that on my list but you know ah, yeah yeah out a little bit but I mean, that's that's a really, really well done set, set, too, and so does a great fun. job with paying homage to this set, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. Good so choice. on to the 
number four then, right? My number four. All right, breaking it down. This is, yeah, yeah. So this is, actually, I believe this is the oldest set on my list. This is the Dark Forest Fortress, part of the Dark Forest line, which is kind of like the last iteration that LEGO did of the Forestmen. And I think this set is so cool. I remember as a kid, I actually had a friend who had it because it was given to him by a a family friend, someone who older than us. Yeah, so it was like a hand-me-down Lego. And he got it, and we built it, and it was so cool. And I wanted it, so I also made my dad go on eBay and buy it for me. Oh, Um, yeah. Yeah, so I was able to find a decent deal. Actually, I think I was in, like, uh, middle school at the time when I got this set, so it was a little like, oh, I'm going to get this, but I'm not going to, like, tell people. I'm not going to tell people. No, but I got it, and, you know, I'm collecting a vintage Lego set. I love it. My favorite feature is that this, like, tree that is kind of built onto their little structure there, you can pull out this Technic pin, and the tree collapses onto the little, like, road. Oh, yes, yes. Fall into the uh, the cart that's going by, the little Dragon Master's cart that they're attacking. Did you have this set? Are you looking for the instructions? I'm looking for the Lego magazine when it came out, and I'm looking mm-hmm. in 1995. I think it's 96. Now I think it is, too, because um, I didn't see anything in Holiday 95 here. Yeah, I'm the ultimate nerd here having all of my Lego Mania magazines from 91 through like 2005 or something like that. I yeah. also really loved the sort of like jail in a tree motif. Like, you, you, know, yeah. you gotta give it to these guys. That tall tree was like, I mean, when I was a kid, like that was a tall Lego structure. Like, it was like, yes. whoa. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it has this like little jail cell door with a skeleton inside, like the aesthetic of just this kind of slightly spooky dark forest. Although I always thought that <laughs> yes. these were the good guys. Um, right. Like yeah. Rob, yeah. Because it's like Robin Hood kind of thing, thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly um, right. This is like the number one vintage set that I want to like do my own remake of. And it's just one of those projects I never have gotten oh, around to. Yeah. But it's just, you know, I think this set goes for a 900 or more use. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Even, yeah. Not even, not even like in the box. Ah, oh, man. Like, there was someone selling it at Brickford, Virginia for like an absurd price. And I was just wow. like, wow. Oh, yeah, man. I hope you get it because it's worth it. It really is. <laughs> you know, it doesn't yeah. take up that much space, but it's really like, I think, peak forest set. I think it's the best forest men related set that they have ever made. Well, and I remember Dark Forest more than I remember Forest Men because mm-hmm. I, I don't really feel like that was much of a thing by the time that we were collecting. But yeah, it's, this it's, was one it's of those awesome. like tail end, like when I was getting into Lego and it was like Fright Nights was the stuff that I was, you know, first yeah. exposed to. Um, mm-hmm. I would see the little booklets where it would, you know, show you sets that were available. And I guess like they still showed the Royal Knights and the Dark Forest. And like, okay. I'm not sure if it's that they weren't available anywhere still, or my parents just chose not to buy those for me. I don't know. But I used to like look at them long after those sets had retired. And yes, yes. I had the little pamphlet. I was like, these Lego sets look so cool. Why can't I get them? I know. Yeah. Uh, okay. What do you have All right. for? This is the 2002 Republic gunship. Uh, it's a pretty classic Star Wars set now, as far as classic goes. I mean, 2002 is pretty old for Lego Star Wars. Not anywhere near as detailed as the modern sets by comparison, but came with a lot of stuff that you don't see anymore. One of my favorite features uh, was the fact that the front part of this ship actually opens up into a command center. Um, mm-hmm. You can drop off a little cargo thing. Um, I have it on my shelf behind me, and that's that's one of my favorites ever came with the blue super battle droids which are Mm -hmm. worth like 60 bucks each now i have three of them and jedi bob which came only in that set he's my favorite uh, jedi his official name is just jedi knight actually uh, 
Shut up, Bob. Yeah. Only it's, only the elite know his name. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And then you've got those first phase one clone troopers. Mm-hmm. The original design of those helmets was an open helmet, yeah. and then you had black underneath of it, so just like a black head. Um, I actually kind of like that design because it felt like it gave depth to their helmets. I didn't like it on the phase two. It doesn't look right, but the phase one was, ones look good that way. Honestly, it looks weird on phase two. Yeah, it looks weird indeed. Yeah, yeah. Um, the two back panels on that also open up, and uh, yeah, I mean, and then they also on the box, which I can't get to right now, but it's also behind me. Um, they, I loved on the on the back side of it that they had like four different versions of the ship that you could also build. Like you could even turn it. Like they they don't give you the instructions for these, obviously, but they showed like imagine what else you can build with this. Yeah. and one of them was like a transformer robot. <laughs> built out of this set like it's super I love it. cool it's so creative so, and weird like, yeah like quirky and like mm-hmm. lego would never do that to a star wars never. set now um so I, I i missed that era to be quite honest they did the same thing on the uh on the obi-wan's jedi starfighter yeah. they showed it. basically you could turn it into like a tomcat type of military fighter jet type of things <laughs> uh, when obi-wan really needs to get down to business you know yeah that's he right he needs to get so. the really high ground <laughs> yeah we will call him maverick <laughs> <laughs> yeah good stuff all right well let's look at that's the Maticus number three pick. Uh, I think you're kind of narrowing down my choices. So we have. Oh, man. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. This is where I put the Tower of Orthanc. Uh, yeah. Lord of the Rings is a really, you know, important thing to me. And I just love that they even made this set. Well, yeah. you had it higher and you had it on your list first. So why don't you share me with your share? You, why don't you share me with thoughts of yours? <laughs> do you young Padawan? Thoughts have I on this set? <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> we'll edit that one out later. Simply walk into Mordor one does not. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. gosh. Jeez. All right. Oh, oh. man. All right. Yodamir. Yodamir. What do you uh, think okay, about the so, Lego set? Okay. Well, you, and you just picture Saruman falling to his demise from the top of that thing, first off. Uh, getting yeah, not if you're watching little, the theatrical Lego spike. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Not in the theatrical uh, release. It was quite thing. gruesome. Also, I might note that that was not in the book either. Let's just be no, clear. Um, no, the book is, yeah. uh, I had to do things a little bit differently. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> and um, I, I, I appreciate that comment there also. Only appearance of an ant in lego form is that that right i don't think there was anything else with an ant was there no it's again one of those things i would like Alas. to do for myself but definitely you could do you some sub, like some yeah. supplemental ants for that set easily because you kind of got a template to go off of yeah some ant buddies yep. It yeah. buddies, yeah. yeah well, I well, like the eagle. Um, oh, I love the shape. The, yeah. My favorite part probably is just the shape of the top of that tower. Oh, it, God, they yeah. really nailed that perfectly, um, as well as the rows that make up the bottom part. They give it that mm-hmm. really impressive and ominous look. Um, it's a lot of the same type of feel as like Darth Vader's castle more yes. recently with that bottom yes. part there. This, <laughs> so, this thing is great. Um, yes. Like, Vader's Tower of War thing. <laughs> I would love to do some kind of combo a mock of them. I don't even know how that would work. Also, would have been a nice opportunity to include Merry and Pippin again, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I guess they just didn't want to do that. Maybe even some more orcs. There's not a lot of minifigs, which is kind of surprising. You know, mm-hmm. they would do a lot more minifigures if they made this set today, probably. I feel like they definitely would. But anyway, I, I rewatched uh, The Two Towers recently, and the sculpting is spot on. Like, the, all of the spikes, yeah. like, they, they really, down to the last detail, got this. Yes. I, I even like how it has a full interior when we really don't even know what the full interior of the tower looks like. And right, yeah, you only see like the lobby and the top, you know. <laughs> yeah, the lobby. Yeah, the lobby. <laughs> um, and the room with the plantier, um, where yeah. you know, 
yeah. he's doing his like scheming with worm tongue um, yes but I, it's believable there's the dungeons underneath where you mm-hmm. can see like the shadows of like the wargs like kind of like hanging out ah oh, it's so cool it, it's upstairs on my shelf and i look at it literally every day i look at this <laughs> it's beautiful yeah what, what an awesome set and i'm so glad that it even happened you know mm-hmm. like we didn't get a lot in the lord of the rings theme you know? not enough the only one i had was gandalf appears yeah, so. no that's yeah. like the lamest one I know. <laughs> make a cart better than that yourself <laughs> oh yeah but the fireworks the fireworks. oh you're right you're right <laughs> <laughs> uh, ready to move on to to my number three i would love to hear it it is a retro set but it came out in 2020 yeah the um yeah the nintendo entertainment system the the fact that you can side scroll through this set that's first off the most amazing part also just a quick little pause and shout out to epic bricks who was on our show last week um his recreation of levels two and three of super mario brothers is just awesome like great ingenuity there and really really faithfully recreated uh, the the whole feel of both of those levels um but yeah this this set is just like my childhood in a box i mean the the fact that you got the controller it looks exactly like an nes controller the fact that the cartridge actually goes inside and you gotta push it down to make it go in a little easter egg on the inside when you're building it of the little mario scene in there the fact that it's got the rca red and white plugs in the back of the tv like what the heck i mean they just really went all out and i love it every part of it is just awesome even the little uh you know bunny ear antenna in the back it's just wow good job lego good job i remember hearing that like oh they you know when they announced we're making a nintendo you know an nes set and i was like oh that's cool it'll be like an nes sculpted out lego but then like that they actually included the tv like yeah (laughs) i was like whoa i know yeah and then the movement on there that's just Mm -hmm. unbelievable it even connects to the mario figure evan notes yeah you uh Uh, i I think you you use super mario and then he like it starts to play like the music very cool and even the screen it looks it looks just like the level it honestly really does and it even feels like you know obviously it's it's lego and it's not it's not real here but but i mean like when you're looking at it it feels like it has depth right it because it's it's like the screen is set in there and mm-hmm. so it feels the same way that like the old tube tvs felt honestly because really it had that roundedness to the edges mm-hmm. there i mean i just I don't even understand how amazing it is you know i want that set really so good. much that's like a top tier set for <sighs> me right too. yeah yeah absolutely it's on the list it's the ever-growing yeah. list that'll never be complete I know. Besides all the stuff that's under the table, uh, they're waiting to be built. Don't make me yeah. think about it. <laughs> yep. All right, but that's what I got. Let's yep. move on to numero dos. This came up uh, earlier. Yes. yes. This is the that's Daily right. Bugle. I put it uh-huh. at number two. So what? I'll allow you to. Uh, Give me your thoughts first. Okay, so the bugle, yeah. Um, oh man, just phenomenal. It's like twenty-five minifigs, isn't it? Like Insane. that's a that's a ton. They went like everywhere, and I never would have expected that in specifically this set. Like I don't know, I don't. I, I, I'm thinking of Spider-Man. I'm thinking of Daily Bugle. I'm not thinking of literally every single superhero you could mention in Marvel. Like um, every uh, <laughs> character that's interacted with Spider-Man and his yeah. grandma appears. In yeah, that's set. right. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's it's awesome. I love. Uh, the way that we have the broken window with the green goblin just that like bursting is so out. So cool, yeah. Like Doc Ock hanging off the side. You've got Firestar blasting off. Like, there's so many like ways that like 
it's not just a skyscraper that it comes alive and it really feels like a part uh, yeah, of this like yeah. living, breathing Spider-Man city. It absolutely does. And like Lou Creator mentioned that uh, th- there are numerous yeah. unique minifigs for this set. Uh, Exclusive. Uh, Daredevil, yeah. Punisher. We've got Black Cat, Firestar, this version of J. Jonah Jameson. Who am I forgetting? Oh, Doc Ock, I think might be exclusive. Let's see. Okay. Yeah. Can we get a DC building that is fantastic? I don't know. Um, quick sidebar. What do you think? If they do a DC set like this, what do they do? I think we need like Lex Luthor's tower or um, honestly, like I would actually be more along the lines of like Wayne Manor. I agree. With like a, a separate set that you can buy that is the Bat Cave underneath of it, like how you had the Jabba's Palace and Rancor Pit underneath of it. I'm mm. just my mind went straight to that same thread because then you can you can do whichever one you prefer or link them both together, and you've got this epic Wayne Manor with the uh, with the with the Bat Cave underneath. Oh, I do like the uh, suggestion of of Wayne Tower like the uh, with the train through it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that would be a really cool one that too. Would be very- I don't think that the um, Daily Planet. I don't. Maybe that could be. Actually, that could it's, be kind of fun. Like Daily uh, Daily Planet, but you know. Yeah, but then know. it would. It'd probably be like it's like competing with each other. Like it's very similar concept. Yes, it is. It's true. Uh, yeah, more Justice League and less Batman. Yeah, Batman's like their breadwinner right now on DC, and there's not a I whole like lot Batman. else going for it. Um, not in terms of what is super popular right now. So. It's tough. Like DC is having a rough time right now. We kind of went into that uh, in one of our other episodes too. I did hear today that James Gunn and someone else is kind of like basically like the front runner now for DC. And I mean, that's great news because James Gunn makes great stuff. Like mm-hmm. honestly, anything that James Gunn has done related to DC is best stuff. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, you yes. know, another feature I like about set. this yeah. set is the way it's got the little newspaper stand, yeah. all the different yeah. floors. It feels like you could go and live in it or yeah, work there true. at least. It's yeah, it's all these like, yeah, it's like the little workspaces in there. It's, yeah, it's a kind of great yeah. little workspace. It'd be kind of fun to like swap out the office characters and kind of like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's good. Uh, well, what do you have at number two? All right. My number two is a very recent addition to Lego's lineup and probably not surprising for some people who are watching today. Ah. Uh, Lion Knight's Castle. I wanted to put this on my top 10. Oh, yeah, yeah. What an incredible set. Incredible. Just being such a strong fan of Castle all growing up, it was among my top themes growing up. And this is like the capstone of Castle. I mean, it's just... I don't have words for it. I mean, you've got 4,500 pieces, 22 minifigures. It, it's it's a gift to us as a community, mm-hmm. I feel like. The little details that they've flung all throughout the entire build, just even as you're looking through the instructions and the little oh. comments that are in there from the wizard. And it's just, I can't believe the way that they did this. Yeah, and as Lego Creator mentioned, um, the factions in it, just mm-hmm. incredible. Uh, like, Really appreciate all this uh, nods to different fact. Even mentioning Basil the Bat Lord in that little letter in there. Yeah, like, they didn't even have to. Like now we have a connection to Fright Nights in the castle lineage here. It's, you know how I feel amazing. about connecting to Fright Nights. Like <laughs> absolutely, yeah. I love yeah. this set. This is gorgeous. Um, oh, me too. It even yeah. has the old toilet. Um, yeah. You know, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Br- breaking well, the brown has- frog. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Brad has made more videos on this than any human alive probably on this set. So go check this yes. out if you want details. But yes. it's so massively impressive. And I, I can't wait to get that set and find a place for it. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and the way that you can display it either closed or open is yeah. amazing. And and hi to the people who have just joined. Hey, we've got That's Ethan. Who just uh, said Ethan. hello as well. Hey, man. Hope we're doing you justice here. <laughs> yeah, we're um, doing our best. Let's see. Uh, 90th anniversary castle and blacksmith would be on the top 10 list. Yeah. Um, I have the blacksmith. I haven't built it yet. Um, Love yeah, I'm blacksmith. saving that for uh, the right time, but yeah. I thought about build, uh, putting that on my list also, but yeah. <sighs> yeah. It's a great set. Well, yep. I, I, I had to put the, uh, I had to put the castle on the top there. I think though, Thanks, because the, the, the porticolis and the fabric flag at the top, oh. I mean, they just nailed every aspect, every single Queen's aspect Kate. of it. Yes, and and not to mention the little nook with the forest mint. For Pete's yeah. sake, like wow, um, that's a set. Like if I built, I I would shamelessly play with that set all day. I, I, oh it, man, yeah, most of my sets, I, most of my sets, I pretend <laughs> I try to pretend that they're adult things. That I would actually yeah. just play with that one all day. And, There's no not even any yeah. pretense. Not even any pretense yeah. with that one. I'm no. sorry. <laughs> awesome. Well, that brings us now to the number one set from Maticus's picks. What do you think it's going to be? <laughs> oh, I don't know. It could be so many things. Well, it's not oh. that much of a shocker. I don't know if it's surprising you right now, but it is an it unexpected is. gathering from The Hobbit. I love this. This was the set that I remember seeing that made me really believe in the potential of Lego as more than just a toy. Mm. I think, like, I was like, oh my God. God, this is so beautiful. Like the sculpting of like the Hobbit hole. And it's like such a cozy place, an iconic location from, you know, one of my favorite, my, my one of my favorite book series and my favorite film series also. And it came out around the time that the new Hobbit movie, the first Hobbit was coming out. And I got it for Christmas that year. Just got a lot of really fond memories of building this as I was getting back into Lego. And it also was really how I, you know, really started to get into Tolkien at the time when those movies were coming out. Oh yeah, yeah. And, you know, I learned a lot of building techniques from this, the way that they build the uh, the window sideways. Um, mm, also, yeah. it's, it's not being used to make the curve around Bilbo's little door to the hobbit hole. And then, you know, just the nice little details inside, the little book that he's writing, the little, like, the dinner with everything, yeah. the garden out front. It's such such a nice little set. It, it proves that, you know, I have it right here, actually. I had a feeling you it, probably would. A Lego set doesn't have to be enormous in order to be a really great little impressive piece. Like if I had to just narrow it down to one little Lego set, like this would do it all for me. This is what I love about Lego. It looks great on the outside, nice on a shelf. And then you turn it around. And I mean, I have the entire dwarf party hanging out, but it's (laughs) a nice cozy little scene inside. And it's, it's a little world in the palm of my hands. And that to me is a beautiful thing. That's why I love Lego. So that's why I just I love this set so much. You know what? That that perfectly encapsulates it. That's beautiful. It's just the perfect um, one. Now, I mean, to be fair, they could have given us all 13 dwarves, but, you know. In the set, yeah, right. <laughs> Where would no, you put you, them? <laughs> you, had to, you had to collect them by buying all of the sets. <laughs> yes, collect them I all. <laughs> nice, oh. nice. I yeah. love that. Yeah, great building techniques in that, too. And, and for such a compact set, that's and it's really aged cool. well. This is 2012. It's aged well. It's yeah, you wouldn't straight. think it'd be that old. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's old. That's, That's awesome. It. Yeah. What a one. good pick. Totally unexpected. That's uh, quite unexpected. It is a uh, an unexpected journey. <laughs> We're going on an unexpected journey. That's right. <laughs> oh man. Well, to I would love uh, to know. <laughs> well, I, I love what you said about it. You know, it doesn't have to be uh, an enormous set oh. in order to be the the best set on your list. Um, 
by contrast, I went with an enormous set. <laughs> <laughs> I was, you know, when you said that, I was thinking you were going to pick some like tiny little, like, you know, classic set, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, a battle pack. Nope. <laughs> sure didn't. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, oh, it's no wow. surprise when you see the UCS Millennium Falcon on anybody's top 10 list. Um, and I'll tell you the reason that this is on mine is because this is the most accurate representation that we've ever had of this. This arguably probably the most iconic Star Wars ship that has ever been made. Yeah. So uh, with, with over 7,500 pieces, um, mm. two different configurations with that little radar dish, it doesn't get any better than that in terms of, of a Star Wars set, I feel like. I mean, when somebody thinks of Star Wars, even if they're not a fan, generally that's going to come to mind. And uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, I don't think that Lego could have done better with what they did here. It's what are your thoughts? <laughs> absolutely perfect. I it, I see it over there sitting in the shipping box, and yeah. it's just like build mm-hmm. me, build me. Like I, it, it <laughs> is. Where am I going to put you? Um, <laughs> build me, Obi Wan Kenobi. You're my hope. <laughs> oh no! Anytime I've seen this set in person, I have to stare at it for a while because it's just oh, so massive, yeah. so impressive. Uh, that set, that is Star Wars. Like that is like the Star Warsy thing. Yeah. You know. I feel like whenever I tell people, oh, I'm into Lego, I like, I collect Lego, they always ask, do you have the Millennium Falcon? And, yeah, you know, that's like, right. this is the one that people who don't know a darn thing about Lego know yeah, that this yeah. set exists. Yeah. You're like, yeah, you mean, you mean the Microfighter, right? Yes, I do. Uh, I yeah, do. the little one. <laughs> <in my pocket>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the one from the uh, advent calendar. Um, it's a really, that's, that honestly is a stellar pick for number one. I'm surprised that I didn't guess that you would pick it, but, uh, there you go. No, yeah, that, that was, that was the top of my list. Did we build the new Razor Crest yet? Haven't seen the comparison with this one. No, I have not. Um, I have not made that purchase yet, but I'll tell you, um, from my perspective, I won't be buying the new Razor Crest in the near future because my priority for a large and expensive set is going to be on ones that are more likely to retire in the near future versus ones that we have just gotten um mm-hmm. we, you know in an unlimited yeah. money world i would have all of them already but um since we have a finite amount of time left and for some dollars. of these sets and dollars <laughs> uh, there's there my priority unfortunately has to be on some of the older ones that are going to go bye-bye otherwise i won't ever get them so yeah i i would love to have the new razor crest um the old one was already incredible um, honestly really great just so cool so yeah it'll it, it, yeah hopefully i'll eventually have that but um yeah not today no hope. Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> yeah no hope <laughs> oh man yeah i mean that's 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 what i got that's what i've that's got that's our top so. 10 sets yeah. yeah so honestly yeah it was a fun fun little uh exercise <laughs> i love seeing your list i'm surprised that i was not able to predict most of what was on your list yeah honest. yeah oh yours went in totally different directions when i expected too so that mm-hmm. was that was super cool and again like i said i probably would build a completely different list tomorrow so um you know try me tomorrow and see what i got so <laughs> i build a different list the next time we build a podcast that's right. Yeah. Well, any any final remarks or thoughts? Thank you for having me on the show. Uh, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> Always a pleasure. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I, I regret that uh, Ethan couldn't be here to join us tonight, but I had a great yes. time discussing all of these uh, wonderful Lego related things with you. 
Absolutely. Likewise. It was um, a lot of fun doing this today. And yep. hopefully you guys will continue watching with us yep. and uh, listening wherever you get your fine podcasts. Thanks again. Expect us again here next Wednesday. Probably same time. We're narrowing that down now. But uh, again, you guys are awesome. Have a great day. Good night.